We are joined by PRSA Central Ohio President Diane Hurd for a, for a conversation about women in PR. It's all right now on Good Morning Communicators. Welcome, everybody, to Good Morning Communicators. My name is Michael Van Est. Thanks for listening. We have an excellent show for you today. We are joined by the current president of PRSA Central Ohio and vice president of Inspire PR Group, Diane Hurd. Diane, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here today. March, as we know, is International Women's Month. And I want to start with asking you, Diane, what does it mean to be a woman in PR? Sure. Well, it's a really interesting and exciting time to be in the public relations industry. And as we commemorate Women's History Month, I am so thankful for the women PR trailblazers who have broken through so many barriers and who have really paved the way for this next generation. You know, PR is definitely a more female-dominated industry today, but there are still so many obstacles. You know, looking at my own PR journey early on, there were some times when I would show up to meetings and, you know, the eye contact is only with the male partners, or I've received comments of my age and how young I am as if, you know, I'm not qualified or experienced enough to be at the table. So I do think women have made great advances over the years, and we've really worked hard to empower one another and to support each other to rise to those leadership positions. So um, I do think there are a lot of opportunities and um, I'm just thrilled to be a part of that industry and that growth. You said that when you were coming through the ranks in your career, that some people would not make eye contact with you. When did you start to see that begin to change over the course of the years? And I would say I am pretty lucky in the fact that it didn't happen too often. I know others have had different experiences and a lot more challenges. That feeling of the boys club and things like that, there have been encounters where, you know, women at the table were perhaps you know, that focus was more on on the male perspective. So I think over time, women have really gained more confidence and taken more risks to, you know, solidify our seat at that table and to show that, you know, we do bring wide perspectives to it. In your opinion, how have women broken barriers and just shattered the stereotypes within the public relations field? Sure. The the career path for women in communications has certainly been met with many challenges and barriers over the years. While the PR industry is predominantly comprised of women, you know, men still hold the vast majority of top leadership positions. But that being said, there's definitely progress being made for women breaking through barriers. More companies are starting to recognize and promote individuals based on the merits of their work performance and skills versus on gender, which is great. Um, Additionally, women are taking more calculated risks and are proving why they deserve a seat at the table and they are influencing that conversation. So looking even here in central Ohio, it's inspiring to see how more women are taking the reins as agency owners or stepping into some of those top leadership positions. Um, Something else that I really admire is just how supportive women in the industry are of each other. Um, We can each learn from one another and can really help contribute to each other's success to help advance our careers. What does the future hold for women in public relations? I think women will just continue to become stronger leaders within companies. Again, as 
PR continues to be more female dominated, um, I think there are a lot more opportunities for advancement. There are certainly still several barriers and stereotypes that exist, but again, I think there are a lot of opportunities on the horizon. Absolutely. And as, as the future begin, you know, begins to take shape, you know, more and more women are becoming CEOs, not only in public relations, but just throughout the world and international business as well. What are some inequalities from your mind that you still see that need to be overcome? Sure. And, and as I've mentioned before, there have certainly been considerable advances in recent years, but unfortunately, women still face inequities that can prevent them from reaching their full potential. So I know there was a new study that was recently released by Morningstar that found that there are seven times as many male executive officers as female executive officers. And then looking at the CEO level, men outnumber women by almost 17 to one. So clearly we still have a long way to go. Um, and what's even more alarming is just, you know, the impact the pandemic has created on women's participation in the workforce. Specifically, you know, some researchers are saying that the pandemic has erased years, if not even decades of advances for women in the workforce. So I still believe that there are several inequalities and challenges that still persist today. And of those, you know, unequal pay is still on top of mind. You know, while the pay gap for executive officers may be narrowing, there is still a lot of work to be done in this area. Um, also, this idea of lack of flexibility. Um, and I think we've seen a lot of this, you know, from the pandemic as, you know, working moms have tried to juggle with remote learning at home and are taking leaves of absences. So, you know, looking at new policies that are needed to include more paid parental leave, more support for childcare and, and other basic pro-family policies. Um, additionally, bias and discrimination still exists. Um, and there are still obstacles within the workplace. And this is certainly still, you know, women of color face even more obstacles to their advancement of leadership positions. So, you know, certainly we still have a long way to go as a society um, to face some of these inequalities. From a leadership standpoint, what, are, what can some companies do to help lower these inequalities and begin to continue to break these barriers? Sure. And I think there are a lot of great companies out there that are, you know, looking at their policies internally to see what they can do to attract and retain women in the workforce. Um, I think flexibility is certainly a huge one, especially as women still take on that primary um, role of supporting children at home. So looking at some of those pro-family policies and things like that. Um, and again, just looking at you know, advancement and looking at that pay gap and, um, and promotions and just, you know, allowing women to advance where they are in their positions. What changes have you seen for women in PRSA, both nationally and locally here in Central Ohio? If you look at the history of PRSA, specifically looking at our Central Ohio chapter, for a long time, it was a male-centric organization. You know, our chapter had its first female chapter president in 1958, but there wasn't another one until almost two decades later. So looking at our PRSA chapter's membership base today, um, I'm really proud that our membership has evolved and it is becoming much more woman dominated. Um, in fact, about three fourths of our chapter's members are women. And that's a trend that likely will be continuing for some time to come. 
So we've also seen this evolution from a national PRSA perspective. I mean, with the announcement earlier this year of Linda Thomas-Brooks named as PRSA CEO. So it's so great to see women in these top leadership positions. But again, there's still so much work to be done, especially as it relates to just ensuring that we have diverse viewpoints and perspectives at the table. And, and that's why I'm really excited for some of the initiatives that our chapter is implementing, especially from a DNI perspective. So I know our chapter's DNI committee is working on building out a plan and strategies now. Um, and they've also been implementing some specific programming around these issues as well. What advice can you give an aspiring woman looking to start their career? And one of my favorite quotes is from Michelle Obama, who says, there is no limit to what we as women can accomplish. And I just really love that. And I would certainly encourage aspiring women who are just starting in their careers to surround yourself with people who lift you up. I'm very fortunate to have had strong mentors in my life who have provided support and advice and have just really helped me push outside of my comfort zone. Um, It's really the reason why I am where I am today. And, you know, I'm a proud mom of three boys and have been able to juggle that with working full time and volunteering in leadership roles with various organizations. So, you know, I really have my mentors to thank for their encouragement and advice over the years. So I would encourage you get a mentor, get two even, you know, a mentor can be of support to you throughout the job search process for providing guidance on an issue at work helping to offer advice on getting a promotion or, or just being a sounding board for you. Um, in addition, determine what you want to get out of your career and then create a roadmap for how and what you need to get there. Um, I believe confidence goes a long way and I encourage women to speak up and to own their own voice. Don't be afraid to bring new and innovative ideas forward. Um, it's important to believe in yourself to help you rise into those leadership positions. So I would also encourage aspiring women leaders to take risks and and keep learning and growing your skills and to take advantage of every opportunity you have. Once again, we've been joined by current PRSA Central Ohio president and vice president of Inspire PR Group, Diane Hurd. Diane, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for the opportunity. This has been another episode of Good Morning Communicators. We thank you for joining us. We'll be back with another episode soon. Goodbye, everybody.